Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. So, it's me, Gold, Goldcaster Garzilla here. And uh, I'm here today to read the obituary for Kikai Zentai, Kikai Sentai Zenkaiger. After what happened in episode 13, I said that the show was in the final nail of the coffin of why I did not like the show. And these were the last words that I heard from it. How the fuck can you not like this show? It's super funny. I put a lot of time and effort into this. He, he then proceeded, like, I proceeded to then get on my knees and cry as I watched the almost deceased corpses and Kaiger standing there, like, laying there on the ground. He was very upset, knowing that this is going to be the end. And I told him, you had so much potential to be a great anniversary season. It grabbed me by the cuff of my hand, by the cuff of my neck. He pulled me in tight and whispered in my ears, Don't count me out yet. I still got one good episode left in me. I told him, Prove it. He got up, dusted himself off, and then slammed episode 14 right into my fucking face because goddamn was that a beautiful episode. <laughs> okay. It's not really much of an obituary. But, uh, yeah. Cue the roll call. We are live! Mike! Zenkaigan! Connect! Loading! Broadcast! Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster! Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Greycaster! Late. Illuminating the Tokuverse. Goldcaster Garza. A spark of courage, the power of dreams. Orangecaster, Global Soft Perka. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Oh, I was fully expecting you to say he got up in my face. And said, cue the roll call. Seriously, was that a reference to something? No. <laughs> Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 345. Blaze is here on point. It's episode Lileap. What's a Lileap? Oh, it's Lileap? I thought it was Lileap. It is Lileap. Lileap, maybe, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Uh, Lileap, it's that like ancient plant Pokemon. Oh, the green thing. Yeah, he was in Pokemon Snap. Or the Snap. purple thing. Yeah, and then it's, it involves in the Cradley, because it's just... Yeah, because yeah, that Cradley is just... It bloomed. I never knew yeah. the name of that Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Dark Flower. I don't know. It looks like a Heartless Flower. It's not the dick Pokemon, Decker. No, that's something else. All right. For those who might be tuning into our show for the first time, thank you for checking us out. That would have been a weird way to start off cast for some new thing. Just hang you, obituaries. You know, I really heard about these cast ranger guys. I'm going to check them out. What the hell? <laughs> Who's this guy? Why is he saying, why is he miss? why is he having trouble speaking? I love your voice for the internet. I love your voice for the internet, too. Thank you. 
we are a bunch of uh, high praising Sentai fanatics. I was gonna say we're a bunch of fill in the blanks. We're a bunch of filling in the blanks here, uh, where we talk about Tokusatsu mainly, Super Sentai, and Common Rider, and a third thing. Except our third thing is also Common Rider this week. Nani. <laughs> Uh, so this. I was just putting my Tamagotchi to sleep. That's fine. Tamagotchi sleep. I mean, if they didn't, you wouldn't get any sleep. <laughs> I know from personal experience. Uh, all right. So this week we are talking about Zenkaiju episode fourteen. That's right, Zenkaiju first. Uh, Saber episode thirty-eight. <laughs> Hold your tongue, literally. Uh, and then our feature topic is apparently episode one of the Sword of Logos saga specials. Actually. <laughs> Are you okay? I am. That remains to be seen. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good. I, it's been a pretty good day. You know, it's it, it wasn't super hot, though. I, I clocked in 13,000 steps today. That's a first in a, in a long time. Uh, That's pretty good. You know, you know, I got myself... I mean, that was largely the result of shaking my phone in anger, but yeah. <laughs> I, I went to go get myself a sub, because I actually was able to not buy fast food for 10 days. But yeah, I'm having a good time. Cool. All right. It, you know, as that whole obituary mentioned, yeah, Zenkaiger this week. Literally went from, eh, this show's alright, to holy shit, this was such a good episode. Eh. But let's get into okay. it. The, the, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We must observe our formalities. Lane, please take us in. Uh, change to Zenkai. <laughs> now you may proceed. Okay. Am I an idiot because oh. I actually got caught off guard by the episode twist? Oh, I, I saw it coming a fucking mile away. Okay, so I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I thought I kind of like I when I saw like Kaito got like defeated, I knew that wasn't the end of him. Of course, he wouldn't have actually died. It's episode goddamn fourteen. No, but I thought I, I thought only him and Zox were in on it, and not the other Zenkaijers. Also, oh, yeah. okay, I need to get in on this. Decker, Decker just showed an interesting image. So them with the fucking flags. I love these two. Stop using the CGI versions. Oh, no, no, Lane. Lane, no. Okay, last week, I like I was harping on this show for how bad that CGI was, like, of the CGI models. You want to know what happened? They, they did a thing. They listened. Look how much better they look. Yes. It's hard to but say still, they look bad if you can't see them in, in close I, detail. If you put them that far I away, personally... of course they're not going to look all right. I personally think they work so much better as just practical puppets models. Like, like they, because, like, like we get the ending scene where like they're all like having their food like that, and you see them in the background, and like they're in the corner of the table, or whatever, beside Flint. But they're just there. They're moving their arms up and down, moving their heads, and stuff, and they're still looking cute as shit. And I'm like, yeah, just use the use the practical ones. They're so much better. They look real, and they look like they're actually there. Sell the toys by actually showing the toys. Even though the toys are they controlled by like a PlayStation controller, Xbox, Xbox 360. Controller. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they like they look so much better when they're like actually in scale. 
and they're not shoved right in your face and look emotionless. Yeah. Yeah. Like when uh so like the, the episode starts with like cuz I I I I forgot to mention this last week, but like I really hate when these episodes end with like no like actual like conclusion. You mean a multi-part episode, a cliffhanger? Yeah, you mean a cliffhanger. Like, <sighs> you mean something fiction and television shows do all the fucking time? But, but it wasn't a cliff. It wasn't like a part two to the last week's episode because they already. Stacy came out and was just like, "Oh, I'm pissed because you guys haven't been paying t- pay attention to me." And then this episode was literally welcome. To my biggest problem with the Stacey. show. Fuck Stacy. Like they, they shit on Stacy so fucking hard. So much to the point they destroyed his fucking mech already. Yeah. His mech's Let's talk about that. Is the Caesar yeah. Rebel like for reals dead? Because then it fucking exploded. Is that gonna last? Oh, uh, oh no, they'll probably make a mark two. Or just repair it. Nah, I want mark so we two. haven't seen a toy announcement for it yet, and that that concerns me. Why does it deserve a mark two? It hasn't done anything interesting yet except blow up their other monsters. But but because it, it it gave us an awesome, beautiful sunset shot. Oh boy! It no, I did like I did like that shot where it showed like the the Shinken for Shinkenger for. It was a like, fucking the, sunset, sunset sword duel. Yeah, it was, oh. it was very nice. That was all right. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But uh, um, so the, the premise of the episode is Stacy makes Zox an offer. Uh, if you defeat Zen Kaiser, I'll give you the SD Topi gear. And Zark's uh, counter offer, you take me there and I get it myself. <laughs> All right. And, and, you know, I, oh. love, I, I just love the scene where, like, you know, Zox could have just, like, straight up just ambushed fucking Kaito or something and just, did, like, did it. But instead, he just went straight to, to Kaito and the other Zen Kaiser straight up told him. The- them the truth and was like, I need your help with this. And Kaido was like, Is this gonna help you get us the Astutopia gear? Yes, then I'm fucking helping you. So and this is like, yeah. So this is the 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 rogue sixth ranger is warming up to the team episode. Oh, that, he doesn't mind working together with them. But like I love that though, because it shows like like oh, it's smart. It actually makes sense of like Hey, by the way, guys, uh, Stacy said that he would help me do this thing if I challenged you in a fight. All right, it's better than you ambushing me. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'll say I'm genuinely surprised he didn't. You know, unlike a other six ranger. I'm genuinely surprised his name is Stacy. Right. Or it's it's meant to be something in Japanese or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh. Well, earlier, someone in our chat was like, oh, the team is mourning Kaito's death overly dramatically, and I thought it was, and realized it's fake. No, I, I didn't realize that, because they are that cartoony of a band, of a cast of characters. If Kaito actually died, they would react exactly the same. I didn't realize they were in on it. I, I called the actual twist, but I didn't realize they were actually in on it, too. But it makes sense in retrospect, because... Zox went to talk to them, so obviously they discussed the plan. Oh, that like that was that makes yeah. Like that was also you you first Lane. Lane, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I it's, I, I thought Gar was still talking because I, I could barely hear him. Um, I just the the funniest thing for me, and I don't know why this 
made me chuckle so fucking hard. And like, I hope Decker or Kaguya or someone can get like this actual shot. But it's like when they're having like the the celebratory food or whatever like that that like the grandma made. And there's just this one shot of just socks like looking at this like packaged like meat bun, and he just goes, "You're alive!" And I'm just like. And I was just I, I I couldn't stop laughing for like two minutes. You, you I just... Food that that looks that good, you have to be a you just have to pirate like. I thought you were gonna <laughs> talk about the fucking dance off. That yeah, was that, so... that was stupid. That was Guardians of the Galaxy. That was stupid. It was very oh, stupid. Stupid. No, no, no. Okay, Lane, I would have agreed with you. There it but is. But you know what? It works. <laughs> if it were and like. Okay, imagine, imagine if you will, how in Decade, when he tried to use the Imagine powers, it was just, ke- like... <laughs> the catchphrases. The catchphrases. Because I want you to die. Yeah. So this is the set, like, what does everyone remember about Battle Fever J? They dance. There's more, there's more Battle Fever J than just the dancing thing. Nope, dance. Nope, we're going to do the Fuck dancing it. thing. Speaking of... Sentai, it was really cool to see them use Koguma Sky Blue's ability. Holy yeah, shit! Th- okay, that was awesome. No, no holy I shit! I really, really, really miss Q Ranger. Did this? I just love the space theme. I love. I just love it. Like, did this fight between the two of them really show off how well the Sentai gears could could be in combat? Right. Because they were blitzkrieg, like they were blitzkrieging through like several of freaking the gears. They use Live Man to summon the Falcon Saber. Freaking Mask Man to use the Aura Power. The, again, the Q Ranger, like Zox uses the Q Ranger one and uses the Oguma Sky Blue, like the Oguma Q Tama to grow himself bigger. And let's talk about that for a second. So, Zox using the Sentai Gears so far has given him the power of the, the, the sixth Ranger of each team. This. Can, does this call into question Ho Soldier's status as sixth ranger and Q Ranger if the gear if the ranger that came out of the Q Ranger gear was Koguma Sky Blue? Then again he used Geki Chopper, who is technically that not a sixth ranger. New, a new conflict. Yeah. I think it's a yeah. I think it's just it's a randomizer. I think it's just anyone that's not the core team. Yeah. I've always stated that Ryu Commander is the mentor. Oh no, Ryu Commander was never in the running for sixth ranger. No. Ho Soldier is the sixth ranger of the team. Yes. He's the new guy with the with the, the weird gimmick and stuff. And uh, but yes, Decker was about to get to that. Oh, so no, no, Stacy no, summons I... Jacka, and I love that Vroom thinks of uh tells Zox to use um uh the Jacka gear and he summons Big One and Big One just his ability is oh he has influence. He commands Jack to fight Stacy instead. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought that was fucking amazing. I, I could nitpick. His big a... one's that fucking badass of, of a dude. No, I could nitpick about how okay, how did he get the Jack of Sentai gear? It doesn't really make sense. But the big one payoff was worth it. Yeah, I don't even care why he has it. You know, because he fired it. Big one showed up. It, it just went silent because they're like, "What are you doing?" He turns around and he just doesn't jump into. It's, it's not a weapon. It's not an ability. It's, it's just the power of authority. Yeah, just. <laughs> I, I just love how slowly he just walked into Zox, being like, 
Yep. All right, now he just gets the stick. Yeah. That was I didn't know about that about about that season, so I it was it was kind of funny seeing him just turn them all against against Stacy. Oh yeah, I guess you weren't here when we talked about Jack oh, last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then like Stacy still continues to get mad. Also, he's also he's the Toshi Tendo are starting to butt heads with each other. Oh yeah. Like, what's this infighting? Yeah, Cannon has just like, why the fuck do you keep interrupting like with my sh- like with like my my shit? Like, just you're you're supposed to be making us better tech, so fucking do that. And he's like, oh, I'll go fuck you. One other thing I noticed that I liked was all six of them henching together, and the standby chimes of their two different morphers lined up perfectly. I kind of enjoyed that. Oh, that was such a beautiful shot. I just, I, I just still love hearing just Seki just go yo ho. And also of, of particular note, Two Kaiser isn't a Zenkaiser, and the show reflects that because when they did their roll call, the five of them said their names, and then we got the Kikai Sentai Zenkaiser, and then Two Kaiser did his, which means he's not quote unquote fully integrated into the Zenkaiser team because, yet, if at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. The, the iconic Donin Sorote, like, is sort of, like, how are you supposed to top that? I feel like it's definitely possible that they could change it to Rokunin Sorote, because it is a new show. It feels like the next step, you know what I mean? It's just hard. But I wouldn't be, I could see it going either way, where they never do it, or they eventually do it. Just gorgeous team pose in this episode. And I like how they're not like, oh, let's just revive another monster of the week. No, they just bring in the generals. In, or, or they don't bring in the generals. They bring in the Kudaks and like. The oh higher, yeah, there was no monster of the week this yeah, time. The higher level Kudaks and it's just. Wait, there wasn't. And like, it's great because like it's starting to show you don't need a monster of the week when we have a simple plot. Let's go with it. This is what happens when the show realizes that it should have some plot. This is when it realizes the show needs to breathe to be a good show. Yeah. And yes, the gift that Decker posted, you know, hey, I'm posting a picture of the screenshot. There's a good joke. I fucking loved the poster. Like, just... <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah, the, their, their acting club poster. Rave review from producer H. Kato. I sense unlimited potential from this group of actors. Juran brings out the real flavor of a middle-aged man. <laughs> Gowan is un, unsensible, un, unprehensible. Rune is serious, and Majin is just plain cute. The captain, Goshikita Kaito... Gowan is incomprehensible, which oh, means he can't understand him. Oh, it's a real hard worker. <laughs> but, but I just love how how much... The, like, the feather thing was not a good joke. This is a good joke. Yeah. Because they, I love the thing at the top. Get a load of us, other troops. Just <laughs> deforming, performing as themselves, and like what, performing January first through December thirty first. So all year, yeah, all year, all year long. <laughs> I'm. They should have done like performing. Like there should have been the start date of the series and the end date of the series. Uh, I don't think they want to confirm when the end date is. Yeah, that would have been funny though. But usually December 31st is when we get the casting announcement. Yeah. But, like, it should have been just, like, the week it started and then this, the week before next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Total drama Zenkai. <laughs> I would watch that. I know you would. 
oh my goodness, mm. Jude's voice actor as Gowan would fit perfectly. And, yeah, and speaking of the whole Jack being summoned thing, I immediately respect Stacy a lot more because when the Jack team that he summoned interrupted Zox's fucking yo ho hoy bullcrap. Yo ho! Oh! Stacy gets some points there. But I just love how like you know Flint's on the action taking on the weaker grunt. Yeah, she's straight up shooting mooks. That was cool. The the Kikai noise are fighting the stronger mooks. You have freaking Zox. You have Zox and Kaito taking on Star Caesar or taking on Stacy because you know he's the strongest of them. It's just oh. I also love that, like, after Zenkaiser faked getting, or Zenkaiser faked dying, he just comes out of nowhere and fucking rider kicks Stacy. Oh, 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 late, yeah. Hey, come back, kick! Yeah. Also, just, oh, happy. That fucking Majine's clacker spell? That was nuts. I just, just I can't believe this. Last week, I went from being, eh, this show's alright, to, like, oh my goodness, this, this one episode was able to turn everything around for me it's more like last as of last week i'm like this show is fucking awful and this week's episode is like all right you did some good stuff you, you, you can prove that with when you let an episode breathe it works when you're not trying to cram in fucking three things at once in one damn episode and i will say it was completely on character for the entire reason zox did everything he did was Kaido's more fun than you. Why, why, why would I trust you? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you shouldn't. It's just, oh, you shouldn't have trust me. Bitch, I didn't. I kind of really like Zox and Kaido's sort of relationship. It's it's a very interesting, it's clear that they like almost begrudgingly respect each other, but like, yeah, it's very I, strange. It's not like anything I've ever really seen before. I'm still not a fan of Zox as a character in his entirety, but the dynamic between him and Kaito is proving to be somewhat entertaining. It's definitely entertaining. You, you know, yeah, no, I, I I liked Zox since he first showed up, so... You, you know, I, lo- I like how Kaito never even explained how he how he survived. It's just... Aura power. Aura power. <laughs> Morphin Masters. You want an explanation? Watch the damn show. Yes. That was... What was 1987? 33 years ago? 34. That was like 34 years ago. <laughs> it's on my list, though. Alright. I need to watch it. I also really love that moment where Tukayo uses his fucking crocodile face to eat Stace Caesar's rockets. And, okay, I'll, I'll admit, after watching that fight, I'm like, okay, you know what, Tukayo, you're, you're starting to warm up on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think two Kyle looks like I like I said. I think two Kyle looks great on like the show, but like the toys just doesn't do it justice. I'll say I'll say this: she can the the she can form looks better than the than the uh, oh, ranger form. Katana, yeah, Katana. Yeah. But yeah, I just have you know what I I don't think I've talked about this yet. So so Ricky and Katana are are their two little brothers. Ricky has a child's voice. Katana definitely does not. No. That is not a child in there. <laughs> Who is it? Ben Schwartz. <laughs> hey guys, I'm here to promote Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Go back to being Modoc's son. Okay. Or go back to being John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. Go back to being Dewey from DuckTales. He's the worst. 
<laughs> he <laughs> is. Being Leonardo and Rise of TMNT. Love John that's Sonic, by the way. Yeah, I know. That's Sonic from the movie. Also, Have you seen his sister yet? Yes, she's disgusting. <laughs> Money now, please. Yeah. Oh. Oh, what's this? Wait, what's this? Hang on. Oh, I, I see Riki and Katana Rangers. Uh, Those are cool. I see Kirame Gold, Kirame Black. Which meant to be Garza. Oh, it's yeah. a Garza and uh, Mabushina. Oh, cool. Oh, those were That's neat. Sick. That's actually cool concepts. And the other two also look great. Imagine that. Sad Mabushina. If Riki and Katana became their own Rangers? Yeah, it was You like, know what? I actually kind of like those designs. A Sentai squad. Of... I do. They look real. They look like actual designs. Oh. That could have worked. Right? Damn it. All right, well, next episode of Zenkaiger is going to be Retro. Retro World. <laughs> and I, I saw yeah. Zox in, like, an Elvis, like, costume, and I was like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> there's kind of looking like a 1970s tokusatsu pro tag. Oh, boy. This is going to um, be... And... I feel like this will be a good episode. This will be okay. entertaining. I'm going to say the outfit Zuran's in fits him fucking perfectly. Yeah. Close. Alright, let's get into Saber. Do we have to? Yes. Alright. Man, some shit happened this episode. Yeah, some bad shit. <laughs> so it was really, really hard to find a face of the week because there just there was so much serious shit going on. Oh, uh, so oh I, I got, I got one. Well, no, I got, I got one. So how do you both got one? So I got, I just got this, this, the shot here of Toma just looking surprised. But Every, yeah, everyone, you post yours, and then everyone can vote for the one they like with emote reacts. Yeah, I love it. Like, so Isaac, like, I'm going to call him that because I'm tired of saying the name Master Logos. So Isaac is like, I'm tired of waiting for the world to be destroyed. We need some music. And by music, I mean violence. I don't. Ooh, I, I love. Ichi, is this the psycho like you wanted? That's the psycho I imagined. Right? I, I, that looks good. I like that. I, like I, that a lot, I actually. just. I... Okay, can I talk about how i think of saber right now since sure oh yeah so you, you, you you've uh, you've just caught up so fuck is this show a hot mess <laughs> i actually think it's gotten good in the last 10 episodes i would say so too but the problem is i feel like there are some choices that i do not like such as uh some of the directing shots okay like, like as a director, I think that could have been handled well. Why does everything need to be shot from high above in some shots? I'm like, that makes no goddamn sense. Why? It's cool looking. No, it's not. It's not cool yes, when you're looking is. at the top of someone's head while they're in the middle of a goddamn conversation. <laughs> you're fired, whoever freaking directed that episode. No. I, was like, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just leave then. Freaking, just... The whole thing, Master Logos is heavily not casted, right? That's what I've been saying. I do not like his motives because it just, it's the dumb thing of, oh, I'm going to change, I'm going to destroy the world. Asshole, you live in the world. 
<laughs> Why? Because I'm bored. No, but he's gonna destroy the world, then reshape it in his image. Well, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. As as we've seen a little bit about in, although I will like we're, we haven't gotten to the the feature topic yet. We don't know if that was actually what he wants or if he's just bullshitting for the sake of, of convincing Hayato. But also in the next episode, we're gonna supposedly hear more about Logos's true motives. And I swear to God, if it's just oh. I was secretly do for good reasons all along. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I just, I hate the, like, and I feel like him being a writer was, like, was an afterthought. Just from how kitbashed his design is, he was definitely not meant to be a writer. I don't know. I'm not a fan of his design, it, regardless of whether it was a kitbash or not. It just, Oh, my sword looks like King Arthur. You could have worked that into the plot somehow. They could, like, he's, did he not steal King of Arthur? He could have just actually used King of Arthur. He could have just, yeah, he could have just taken King of Arthur for himself and then retooled it. It's, but no, it's just, I have a new sword now. It looks Bruh. the same for a reason we won't get into. It's just, it's just... It could have, it would have been so easy for him, like, as his new form debuts, he waves his hand. The King of Arthur ride book floats over and explodes. And and he's like, he's repurposed that energy into the new Khaled Bulb. Yeah. Or that would explain why it looks the same, because it's been destroyed and repurposed. Fuck, it's been five episodes and Storius is finally doing something again. Yeah. Like, I feel like Storius was meant to be the endgame villain. That could still happen. He could still be. We got six or... We got six to eight episodes left. I'm not sure how many episodes we have left. I think like 40 or 50. I don't know. Anyways, 40 or something. We're already on episode 38. Uh, by the way, I, I just... 48. I think you said 48. Was by the way, I just want to say I was correct in calling this episode was going to be the debut of Cross Saber because weeks ago when we talked about its first reveal, I'm like, ah, I think it's going to be episode 38. And lo and behold, here we are. Uh, wow. And, oh, you know... I want to talk about the most useless character in the entire show, and it's not May. Oh. It's Bach. For me, I was oh, just Bach? really happy to see Ikazuchi again. Ikazuchi? Uh, I mean, we... Oh, you mean the sword, yeah. Yes, uh, I mean the sword. We saw the, like, the, the lightning sword. Oh. Yes. But, yeah. But just... Because it just seems after everything that happened with Espada that that poor Ikazuchi, the sword, has been put on super back burner despite being being a sword that I think deserves <laughs> or being actually used in the show. Well, it feels like it's going to be featured pretty prominently very shortly. Man, the fucking shit with his... The talking out with his dad was just so... that That, like... That was such a nice scene. I'm glad that happened. Oh, oh no! Was like he just he he need. That's what Kento needed. Talk to his dad. He needed to hear from his own father. Just that, a, like, hey man, you're doing all right, kid. You're well, good. Well, I want to get into that in a little bit, but before we get too far into that, back back to Bakht. I agree that Bakht is is like so shallow and cartoony of a, of a villain. But I will say, I enjoyed thoroughly Toma just giving him a fucking verbal shit-kicking. He, he walked up to Bach and went, No, this is your problem. Knock that emo shit off, you fucking ancient asshole. But it could have been handled so much better. 
honestly, since his return, since in episode 34 to now, what has he done of actual importance? Fought. Fuck all. Just, just, he's just been there to fight for the sake of fighting. It was a waste of a... No, no. I'm glad that they're acknowledging him and not acting like he doesn't exist. Like, no, but he wants to not exist. The reason he's in the show was because, like, he the Logos needed all the fucking words to skew his plan, but if they forgot about Falchion, you included, Ichi, would fucking run and go, oh, wait, though, they need Falchion's sword to fucking complete the thing. And you know how they could have easily resolved that? King of Archer's sword. I, no, Isaac opens the Book of Ruin, Pulls Kiyomu out of it, closes the book, and Box doesn't show up again. I feel like Fair. they could have gotten away with that. Not to mention, it was a waste of Masaki, to, uh, like, Tinaguchi's time. Taniguchi. Oh, Taniguchi, sorry. Just, you know what it is? This character is a complete 180 of his other rider. You know, uh, Amazon Alpha. Uh-huh. Sir, he served a purpose to the plot. He was of importance. He was complex and interesting. He was complex and interesting. Bach. I want everything to die. Rah! Me, Angie, cause betrayed. It, Human humanity sucks. But, but I just fucking I hit. I just feel like we should have gotten. He should have gotten his own special. I mean, you would have thought that the movie would have been that, but it barely actually featured. Oh, it was a twenty-minute fight scene. Oh, We've been over well, that. The twenty. The twenty-minute theater special was a waste of time. Like, there was no, what purpose did it serve? Nothing, and that's how I honestly feel about this show. It's like you have a good idea in this show, but it's not being executed to its fullest potential. And you know what? I'm gonna blame the head writer. Right, episode thirty-eight. How many episodes has he written so far? Thirteen. That's my biggest problem. The, the inconsistency of having multiple writers on a show is is honestly, I think, a root cause of many shows' problems. The man fucking promised at the press conference for this show, I will promise to be here for I'll this series. I will not do what I did during Ghost. Oh, look what you're doing. You're doing the exact same thing he did in Ghost. Well, I know the last time he wrote an episode, 31. Oh, boy. Which means for the last two months, it's been nothing but Keiji Hasegawa and this newcomer writer who also wrote the Sword of Logos saga. Yeah, the head writer of the show didn't even write the goddamn Blu-ray miniseries that's meant to connect everything together. Wow. My goodness. This guy Don't needs to... This... I'm sorry, this guy needs to be fired. So the, yeah. the, so the writer who wrote the start of the show wrote what he wrote and then told someone else, eh, fill in my holes. Yeah. <laughs> Phrasing. I mean, hell, so far, freaking, he wrote 21 episodes of Ghost. Or think of it this way. Uh, Keiichi Hasegawa, one of the subwriters for this show, he's also written 13 episodes. Meaning the subwriter of this show, like one of the other writers for this show, has written one-third of the show as well. Yeah. How bad do you have to be as the showrunner to hire someone that can't even show up and write your goddamn show? The, show? <laughs> the, the showrunner has been running away from the show. Exactly. And, and honestly, that's why I think, like, I honestly think that's why the show just doesn't feel... It should be up here with its plot and such, 
but the execution is halfway there. I, I I think this show is better at its smaller plot arcs than its overarching plot. Like I love the idea of having Kento on his own, Ren with Ren with Disaster, the two with with the siblings and the sword organization. I like that. It shows that not everyone has to be a good guy on their own terms. I just think it's not executed well. And the whole thing with Luna and how it's wrapped up in one one episode. Bullshit. Yeah, it well, yeah, a no, little abrupt. Deck, of course he wrote the Saber Ghost special because Ghost was his baby that he wasn't there for most of the time. He wrote 20 episodes of Ghost out of 50. Alright, well. So yeah, it turns out that this little floating magic bird that we've been seeing flying around Kenta was apparently the spirit of his dead dad who was apparently somehow rescued by Tassel even though we haven't seen Tassel in X amount of episodes. Somehow... The, he was saved by the Guardian of Wonderworld, which is okay. Tassel, like, yeah, I think it wasn't like him brought back to life because no, he's still dead. Was, but he was, he, his yeah. spirit is just freed. Yeah, it's like it's like a force ghost, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like he kind of just like he finally get he's the one who finally gets through to Kento because I like I, this conversation happened because it's exactly what Kento needed. He needed his father to be like. The, it's okay. The, you the, got the, this. The same way that Toma told Bok to knock his emo shit off, Hayato told Kento to knock his emo shit off. <laughs> you know what I loved about calling out in this episode. You know what I loved about that whole Kento. Uh, yeah, Kento and his he just—he needed his father's embrace, and like even he's proud of you. You've grown so strong. Like it's okay. Like I get it. I get what what's this sword's done to you. It did the exact same thing to me. But Lane, you're <laughs> forgetting. Like, I get it. Lane, you're forgetting the key point to that conversation. He doesn't forgive his father. Yeah, he was like, no. "This is gonna need more than an apology." Yeah, like no, oh, that's oh, true. like oh, what can go wrong? You left me alone for fifteen years. Fair point. I mean, it's not his fault. He was murdered by Kami Joe. So yeah, <laughs> we'll get in. We'll get into that. I mean, we knew that already. No, we did. To reach a level where it could interact with him again. Yeah. Yes, we did know that, but now we know more context. It makes so much more sense. Why? Um. So yeah. Uh, Solomon has been dummying everyone, and then they all catchphrase back to their feet. Is this a fucking rider show or a goddamn Sentai? I mean, I'm starting to see why people say the latter. <laughs> I mean, everyone has their own iconic color. Everyone's catchphrasing. I mean, a couple episodes ago, all there were five of them against Solomon, and they henchmen all at once. And I'm like, hey, look, it's a Seiken Sentai. They even have a shitty CGI effect. <laughs> like, like, it's just, I, I hate. You know, I don't. I want. I want to address this. Solomon back in episode 36 announced to the world it's coming to an end. So, you know. Basically, what Perfect Cell said: get a purge going. And then, the but then next episode, oh, no one believes it, so nobody's. The only it. way we address that is a throwaway line from Dai Shinji: "Oh, humanity is not stupid enough to believe that." And that whole fucking thing is just dropped and, and gone. And it's just like, you know, what was the point? Like you see these giant books in the sky, and everything's being torn away. But you see that shot there. If you can just scroll back up, like you click on it, you see something being destroyed but the buildings behind them perfectly fine yeah and it's just 
the problem is good idea, poor execution. You, it sounds like a good idea, you know, just destroy the world and such. Where are all the extras screaming in fear? Why isn't the government getting involved? Why is there no giant news reports of the city being destroyed? I mean, that's a thing in all of, a lot of tokusatsu. I don't, I don't think that's a fault specific to Saber. Hey, 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 man. Fucking Gaim, freaking what's-his-face, Roshiro fucking threw some missiles in America. Next episode, we got a news report going, hey, America got fucking bombed. <laughs> so, like, no, and, they, they have no excuse. And, if they could do that shit in, in a Rider series, they can do it. I hate because, like, I know hate's a strong word, but just, I don't like how they all run up to logos and it's just like, oh, I would love to hear the, the screams. What screams? You're the only assholes in this city. Yeah. Like, it feels like for the last few episodes, you guys have just been right around this town perfectly normal. I mean, we also have to can keep in mind that COVID restrictions are a thing. Yeah, I know COVID constrictions are a thing. So maybe not right around the fact that, oh, oh, oh BT Dub's world's coming to an end. So uh, we should probably fill in that plot hole there. Oh, Decker wants your thoughts on the, the, the stair climbing meme. Okay. The, him running up that I, I, was I, turned I, into a meme. I, I don't know why. Just because of the awkward it's, way he runs. It's, it's funny. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't get but, uh, how it was a joke. So Saber gives Buck the fucking knock that shit off business and actually uh, kills him, I think. That's... That, and Henshin, too, which I liked. Well, I mean, he, like, turns into Saber, but not properly. That was it. weird. The I, whole, that whole shot was weird. I absolutely hate it. No, okay, no. it wasn't him turning into Saber. It was just, like, kind of, like... Like emanating his like the the the, the sure the whatever uh, I, I yeah did. he actually he actually just defeated him with the sword because like when you think about it that's all you really need is the sword he used the awakened power of of Rekka uh, yeah Rekka it, it, it's it's dumb I hate it okay like I no I just hate it because there's a like there was so much it, just it's okay we're gonna get a new Faustian with a more developed character. I know, I'm happy about that, but it's just... Oh, guys, you have four riders sick. Oh, hang on. Blades, Buster, Kenzon, Yuri. Slash. Sla slash. Sabala Durando. Yeah, Sabala Durando. You had seven riders fighting against freaking uh, Solomon over there. Kent, or Toma runs in. Oh, but there's Buck. Now I have to fight him. Everyone's just standing there watching the fight. I'm like, guys, for this is what I mean by pro. Like the like the worst part of this show is the directing. Why don't you have but like because it's like oh well you need all the riders together bullshit because you transition into a different fighting location the next scene prior. Why didn't you just have Toma start running from that location, have Bach appear to him and be like we need to fight. Then you have the conversation. That way you don't just have set eight people in suits just standing there doing nothing. Nothing! No, they have to you're look just standing there! Fucking fight! You're, you're fighting that guy over there who's willing to destroy the world! Why are you just standing there and listening to these other two people fight? 
do something! I mean, part of it is none of them are strong enough to really do anything against either of them. But you could just have them keep fighting me like, oh, look, Thomas over there, and then Fox over there, and they're talking about something. No, no, you just have them stand there as if they're fucking statues. Jesus. So he sounded like Aaron, like, when he was playing fucking Snogglebuck. Game is garbage. <laughs> I, just, I just, I hate it. It, 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 like again, they transition to another fighting location because it's like, okay, cool, you could have, you could have had both of them interconnect or something, and, and then May shows up because May's been doing that for for no reason. She knows that she could get injured and most likely killed, but she still shows up. But to watch. she still shows up to watch. That's poor directing. It's like, oh, we have to see her. Look at the book and get a new page. You could just film that in the lo- in the main hub. You don't no. need to just stand there and no, do no. nothing. But that's the thing about Bay's character, Garis. She doesn't like to be left out. She but likes to be a part of you it. You have to have a purpose to the scene. Otherwise, you're just filling up space. I know. That's how I feel whenever I'm on the show. Like, oh my no. god. I'm so happy that Kento finally got the fucking stick out of his ass and he picked up Ikazuchi, and I was like, good. Let's talk God. about my let's talk about my biggest problem with the episode. So so all the swordsmen are, are assembled, and and Kento shows up with Ikazuchi and Kuriyami in in each hand, and then they start like channeling their powers together to summon the new sword, and then out of nowhere, for no explained reason, the the little bird shows up, and and Hayato appears and takes Kuriyami. And nobody but Kento reacts to him. No one else sees him there. And, and here's the worst part about that. You know, oh, we need someone to hold that sword. You literally have Toma holding both Rekka and freaking the Yo, Yeah, sword. Toma's already dual-wielding Rekka and Kiyomu. It's perfectly fine if you have Kento also dual-wielding the swords. Because it's not like they transform in this episode later on. They're just using the powers of the swords and then tossing them into the air to create the cross saber. In which, I'm sorry, I just want to quickly go back to the box hold demise thing. I get it. It's a tragic thing of like, oh, you don't know what it's like to be immortal. Always having the, the ability to be resurrected and coming back. I lost the woman and child that I loved a thousand years ago to, to someone I believed was my friend. Yeah, I feel like that wasn't expanded upon enough. Lane, you know what I wanted... What? I wanted the Jeed hug. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Okay, in the Ultraman Jeed finale, Jeed, who is the son of Belial, hugs his dad because he sees his memories. He feels his torment of being resurrected time and time again. And he tells his dad, it's okay. You can die. You don't need to come back. You're tired. You're weak. I, f- I feel like we should have had an episode or maybe some addition to the Falchion movie where we got to see him suffer what being an immortal is like for all this time. You know what I mean? Like, give, to give a little more justification to his anger and his his emptiness. You could have expanded on that with Yuri because, like, you know, it was revealed that Yuri was his best friend a thousand years ago. Yeah. Oh, May, go, t- go teach him about Instagram. And, and, and... The other, the third dude who was like a big part of why he was so angry, we don't even get the fucking dude's name! Nope. 
You only, cut, you only think it would have been a cool twist to be? Storious. That would have been interesting. Or, But no, no, but, but then again, they, they stressed it wasn't a Megiddo. No. To show that even the humans are the worst freaking pieces of shit on this earth. Yep. But just, oh. And then, like, the, the world's getting destroyed by its shitty camera work because Solomon's all the way over there. It's like, guys, for fuck's sake, don't you know what a medium shot is? Why are we filming the guy who's talking in the extreme wide shot? You know. Anyways, they make their final form. Yeah, so let's talk about the fucking form. So we get the Haoken Cross Saber. I really, really, really like the sword. I don't really have much of an opinion on the actual armor, but the sword with the slider that lets you select different powers and then use them is so cool. So this is so it looks like how can cross saber is like the it, it's space themed clearly so it's like the element the space element, which is sort of what I thought was going to be Durandal's element, but it looks like that's what this one's doing, and yeah, it took me a while to figure out until I saw what the gimmick of the toy is, but that emblem on it is the sun, and the the seiken along the blade represent the planets. Question. Uh huh. Why is Falchion why is Falchion not on the sword? Because it's the sword of nothingness, and apparently Kyomu's part in it is the paths between. It's it's basically the glue holding all the powers together, is what has been told to me. But I agree that it should have been part of. I, I think it would have been cool for it to have a usable power in the in the crossover. Because his because I feel yeah, that's a good because I I feel like that was awful that like his sword got to be used to create this new saber. And then not have a representation in it. Yeah, but not be represent. It's like he counts. He yeah. counts more than that repaint fuck over there. <laughs> and then like we get the CGI freaking King Arthur's now in gold. Oh yeah, the, they're colored Volgs. Yeah. But you know they just did that yeah, because some of those out because like nowhere. I was like okay because premium Bandai probably in the future. I'm genuinely surprised they haven't sold that because they're gonna they're gonna release it and it's gonna transform. So it's like you got you gotta show it off. You gotta. Me, me, it just looks like a guts wing. It's the same colors. Yeah. Like I'm gonna look up a guts wing to show you. Oh yeah. So we get the debut of Common Rider Cross Saber, and I will admit the the sword is kind of cool looking. The chime, Jesus Christ, that chime. Wow. It's God a damn. fucking epic. I don't mean that in like, oh, epic. I mean, it's literally an epic. I, I, oh, man, I like the transformation sequence as well. And the chime. And man, he has so many different attacks. That's a gut swing. Okay, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Same colors. I feel like if he was like a transformer. <laughs> like I, I mean, like an actual transformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from the Make him a triple changer. Yeah. Robot, sword, jet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it's just... And, but, you know, what happens? More standing around and doing nothing. <laughs> to the point of Cross Saber sends out energy across the planet and they turn into projection manifestations of the riders while the actual riders are just standing there, mind you. And they all destroy the books across the planet. Oh, look. Because oh, they're all flabbergasted by how awesome fucking Saber looks now. Like whoa! Stone. I feel like they could have. If this is the sword of space, I feel like it having the ability to transport other people across space is a reasonable power. 
and they should have had him actually beam the other riders to those locations and powered them up to destroy the books because that would have tied into Toma his desire to fight alongside his friends. In what? instead, I'm gonna copy your your forms and use my own power to defeat the the bad things. Like like I'm like with freaking Gain Kiwami. It felt like a Superman the movie sort of uh, moment. Oh, with the whole reverse Earth thing. You know what it reminded me of? What? No one else is gonna know this, but me. But it's the the, the debut of Globemon from Digimon Cross Universe or Digimon uh, Universe, the Apple Monster season. It, yeah. it it had the ability to scan the entire planet and and lit, send out laser shots to every digital device on the planet all at once to eliminate millions of viruses within a time limit. But but then it gets worse. Like uh, like okay, it's cool that he was able to transport spiritual versions of them out to destroy the books. But then he just hits a reset button and brings all the buildings back. No consequences, no, no, no questioning of lives lost. Everything, everything's just back to normal, as if it never. Yep, because Toma's the chosen happened. one. You know what he did? He's a writer, so he declared everything that just happened non-canon. That's. Stupid. Oh my god, he retconned it. <laughs> Am I the only one who's shocked that his final form <laughs> weapon is not a pen? Kainken retcon. Like, just the pen is mightier than the sword. On a, no, no. If you look at the, the Haoken, it has a little protrusion extending from the tip of the blade. That's the pen. Look at it and tell me I'm wrong. I want this show that. Yeah, pen. this looks like a pen. I just... I don't know. They all just stand there doing Nothing. Because they know none of them can fucking do anything. But Even though Blades just got a power up, he's already relegated to useless like the rest of them. No, but and but, I hate but it's like this, and I hate saying that, but it's the truth. Like they could. No, but like, Gar, you're you're complaining that they're standing around when like he gets his. That's like every fucking rider when they get a. The other one, so much awe. Like when fucking Koda or uh, Koda became Kiwami. What did they all the rest of the riders do? They just stood there going, Man, yeah, but there was yeah, but there was still an invest infestation, an investation, yeah, an investation. <laughs> so they were still fighting, <laughs> but they were also looking at Kaito being or Kota, Kaito, Kota, Kota, Kota being like, damn, that's pretty cool. They, <laughs> they could have written it to be like they're on the ground and they like they can't get up. But no, Gross. they stand there. It's like, for, for, fuck, fuck, this thing has the ability to reset time and space. I feel like... Kill they, them off! Like, what they could have done is, like, part of Solomon's way of destroying the planet is, like, flooding the planet with with, with the fucking Megiddo mooks. Yeah. And, and then the other writers would have had something to fight in the meantime. It worked in the feature... It, it worked in the feeder special. Exactly! There's precedent for this! Like, we haven't seen Megiddo Mooks... It's definitely been less than ten times. The, the only other time I can think of is episode two. Remember when Comrade had Mooks? Right? Remember when it wasn't just... Bastards and... Remember when it wasn't okay. just Ryder against Ryder? But you know what was awesome in this episode? The fucking insert theme. Rewrite the story. Oh, is that what so that was? So good. 
That's the one being sung by Toma, Rintaro, and Kento's actors. I can't wait to hear a full version. Right? I, it sounded so good, and I'm so psyched. Yeah. But it's just like, it's... Solomon's like, oh, fuck this, I'm out of here after getting attacked. Bitch, we know where you live. We can just gang up on you there. They won't, though. But they won't. There's ten of you got... Nine, ten... There's more than a lot. There's a lot of you that could just go up and kick his ass. Kenzo was the smart one. He tried to jump and attack him. Yeah. And That's can I just bad. say, I'm still disappointed that the whole Ren hanging out with his ass thing has honestly borne no fruit. No yeah, Ren be. Nothing's really happened. They've just sort of hung out. They've hung out and eaten food. They have done nothing of note that we've seen. There's nothing about Ren becoming a Makito that I was hoping for. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, while shooting some ramen inside the mouth. No, they they didn't. They, the writers didn't know what to fucking do with Ren's. Oh, Paramount yeah, I go. thought Toy was listening. I said forever ago that Ren needs to become a Megiddo to finish his character arc. Dude, so this is the problem when you have ten main characters. I don't know about main characters, but yeah. Oh, he is he is he a writer? Yeah. He's a main character. Yeah. What's your uh, purpose? To sell the toy. To sell the goddamn toy. Yeah. So the episode ends with Disast yoinking Kiyomu. So we're gonna see Disast become the new Falchion soon. All because Storius was like, Hey. That's come here. Got got a job for you. Yeah. You wanna see something cool? Okay. <laughs> and, and, but, like, like, why does nobody notice? Toma was even wielding it earlier. Right? Like, why did it land so far away from him? It, it was in the I'll same show spot. I'll I can be more nothing than Bach ever was. I would have, like, I know it's for dramatic effect, but, like, why not have Disaster take it while the fight was going on? It just reminded me of the one shot when Sabala used her smoke to steal Koryami after Kamijo died. Like, fuck, Decker even posted, I'm guessing it's a gif. Yeah. I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's a gif. Yeah, it's a gif. Mm-hmm. Someone, the thing slash fucking fall but, over. Like, they're, they're, because, all, yeah, they're he, all standing in the same direction. Uh-huh. How do you not see a guy dressed in a black suit with a red mask grab the orange sword around the gray building? Those were a lot of colors. How do you not see the colorful thing grab the thing? You know what really freaked me out, though? The fucking ending sequence when there's like ten Tomas for some goddamn reason? Oh, I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> what would have worked a bit more? Storius comes in, and he's just like, what are you doing? Just laughs and leaves. Oh, but I'm still waiting for Solomon or Storius, either one of them, to kill the other. So yeah, I feel like that's potential. It's gonna happen. Oh wow, I, I loved when I loved when Storius portrayed his two friends because they didn't do fuck all. <laughs> hey, and then hey, 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 hey! Zeus did a lot of flipping. <laughs> he did. That doesn't count. And he as recorded his voice lines with his shirt off. That doesn't. Mad respect for that. That doesn't. No, no, no. no mad that... respect. Mad respect to Zuos. Yeah, yeah, mad respect to his actor, but... The character was still kind of eh. Character... Yeah, the actor and character that. are not the same, but it was the character who was flipping. Why are they still in the opening? 
That's a good question. Two of them are dead. Master Logos what, isn't even in the opening. Right? No, that's that's why Forze still has like the best fucking recurring opening updates ever because like literally every time Forza got a new form or a new switch, they'd always update the next uh, opening in the next episode with it. It was great. Like fuck very consistent. Like hell, even the fan servers are starting to get tired of this show because they even fans because they they didn't even translate the title of the episode. <laughs> they did. I'm like, wait, why am I supposed to write down my notes? Fine, I'll go to the writer wiki. Fuck, I hate that speech. <laughs> So, so next week we're gonna see Crimson Saber, which is the cross saber variant that uses his wonder combo, and something about Logos's true intentions. So is it gonna turn out that Logos had a good reason for all this stupid shit he did? Because it seemed like he was really just doing it for the walls. I want him to end up like Dooku and Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Decapitation! I don't know. I just, I'm just not enjoying Logos as a villain. He's, the, I want so much to like this show, but Logos as a villain is the one thing I will fully admit is just not satisfying. He is for like, he no. was okay for me. Then we watched this part one of the Sword of Logos thing, and I'm like, I fucking can't stand this dude. No, no okay. You yeah. I would prefer. Thing we're gonna talk about, it'll become apparent that he was always super, uh, if as they say, sus. From the very beginning, I'm sorry, I should have not said it that way. That's okay. Everyone, everyone just fucking just yup. They okay, just thought he was good. All right, I'm hold sorry. on, what was singer? I think it would have worked if him were to be the villain. Replace him with Sophia. Sophia turning out to be the villain would be a nice twist. Yeah, it'd be like she think of it. Have her be like the one that's like. Oh, there's a traitor in your organization. And I can and I can already come up with the perfect motivation. She discovers that she was created to be a replacement for Luna, and she was angry about it, and she wanted to change that. It's like, I won't be used as a replacement for somebody. Fuck that. I won't be used as a tool. Exactly. That would have been super interesting. And like have Master Logos honestly. And nobody would have seen no, it coming. Be the honest man. Make him older as well, because seriously, I, I get it. Don't cast Shinken Gold as a fucking villain. Uh, he I, can't do it. Uh, it's not that he can't do it. He's a pro he's probably a good actor, but the problem is, I feel like he's just too young. Yeah. This guy needs to be like in his fifties. He's he's talking about how all like my family for generations and the long ago mystery, and I'm like, dude, you look like you're fucking just fresh out of college. Fuck, you know what he looks you know, you know what he looks like? Or, no no, you know what he is? He's daddy's rich kid that took over the company because dad unfortunately kept, got the boot. That's exactly it! That's exactly it! That makes perfect sense! It's just like oh, oh he, my he... my dad started this company and he wanted it to protect the world, but fuck that. Now I'm in oh, charge and we're gonna do things my way. <laughs> That actor, see that actor that you really, that British actor you really like, like his character. I don't know. Sorry, I was saying, like, is he like that character? Matthew? Oh, oh, Matt Berry IT from Crab? from IT Crowd. Yes, he just comes in, father. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute, we're just describing the main antagonist from Ghost. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I've, never even looked, I've never even I've never even looked in this drawer before. 
course. Oh, wow, course. Oh, God. Uh, the, book, the, book, the book of Omni, uh, Omniscience, huh? I wonder if I've got one to ride books. Click, click, click. <laughs> that has to be the fucking thumbnail. It's just Master Locos with Fat Fairy's fucking head. <laughs> Save All right, let's talk about the Sword of Logo special because this was actually super fun because it filled in a lot of plot holes. So, oh my goodness. So, yeah, the first thing we need to get into is... Uh, the, the abrupt and sudden way too close shot of Isaac's face that genuinely startled the fuck out of me. Guys, no, you need to, no, but, no, guys, you need to film from a medium wide shot. That, that that's extreme close up, you jack. Too close. The fact that no one. Um. Okay. So the Deckard, those were the previous Kenzon and Espada. Oh, I loved when they died. Yeah. Apparently, their names were Kagami and Shinsen. They were the previous Espada and Kenzon, and they were murdered by disaster. And that's uh, about it. That's all you get one, to know. In, in one shot. Yeah. <laughs> gives us more views of the backstory flashback scene we've seen a whole bunch of times. Not, yeah, so to be fair, those two do show up a bit more in the Buster manga. Oh, okay. But it's... Now, it's, but it's, it's actually pretty good. I need to read it. It's a good... Now, like, yeah, look at that. They get they get killed off by disaster by one attack. Like, come on. Yep. So stupid. Um, but anyways, so, like, fucking... Like, Logos is giving, like, his whole speech of, like, oh, yes, we must, like, the world, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, like, the way he's talking, I'm like, no, I do not buy this guy's fucking bullshit at all. He's clearly evil. Like, no, Gar's been saying to me, like, Lane, when you watch this, it's going to remind you of, like, Revenge of the Sith. And, oh, boy, was Gar right. This reminded me of Revenge of the Sith. Because right? Fucking, because Caliber, fucking Kento's dad, is basically Anakin fucking Skywalker. Like, you see, oh think of it, gullible he, moron. That. Yes. Uh, no, he sees a dark past. No, no, he sees a dark future happening. He confronts his he confronts his master over it. His master tells him, "Don't worry, everything's gonna be all right." The ambush happens. He has to fight his best friend. Many of them are killed, and only two survivors are left. Holy shit! It's just revenge of the Sith. Oh, all it's right. It's revenge of the fucking Sith. It's just revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Saken. Oh my god. Revenge yeah, of the Saber. So, so fucking Hayato, whatever, like that. He he just he he. So like as we've as we've learned, we've learned that like you know holding the sword of darkness it makes you see like dark, bad futures and so he sees Master Logos, fucking destroying the world and, and so he's let like, me let me comment on that real quick. This this outright confirmed the theory that everyone who has the sword will see these things. Yes, which leads exactly into what I'm about to mention. Why the fuck does every single user of Kuriyami think you know what? You know what the good approach to dealing with this vision of a horrible, destructive future would be? To keep it to myself and not tell anybody about it. Also, Everyone who has ever done that, except for Kento, decides, you know what? This is a me problem. No one needs to worry about this. Also, how no, far into like, the future do you see? This, this happens later, 
but it makes so much sense. So, like, we were always wondering what the fuck was going through Kami Joe's head thinking that, like, oh, I need to seek the eternal truth and stuff and become Caliber. It's because he saw the exact same shit that Hayato did. Yeah, and I he can do he... this. He was like, you know what? I can do this better. He again, decides to do it on his own without trying to involve anyone, and instead decides that it's okay to have everyone he's ever known and loved consider him a traitor. Did did not go through anyone's head that maybe, hey, let's seal away this sword and never fucking use it ever again. Yeah, like it's it's the sword of darkness. Did any and nobody think that maybe using it is a bad idea? Everyone who ever uses it gets these dark visions, and no one fucking does anything about it. If if the sword of darkness has the ability to see the future. When when it was created X number of years ago, like part of the original two Seikens, nobody and at any part of its creation and passed down process decided to fucking either do something about the fact that it was showing people these dark visions or to just stop using it, stop passing it down. Yeah. No one questioned this. I guess it was it meant to be to counterbalance with Yuri, who was around a thousand years ago. Which we should we should address. The Sword of Logos special takes place seventeen to fifteen years before the show. Yeah, it it opened. Well, well, it started with seventeen years ago, and then two years later, and then two years later, when the show actually started. To, to make or, a reference what, to the Bumble to the Bumblebee movie, it's called the Sword of Darkness. Don't you think that raises the red flag? Yeah. Yeah, it raises a lot of flags. It, it's like when you look like, at the roster of characters, you might as well just put the we, you might as well just put on your shirt, I'm the bad guy. Yeah, no, like I, I after watching this special, I kept seeing Master Logos and I'm just like I'm like, no, you have proven this whole time that you're not to be fucking trusted and the fact that everyone, the old gen and the new gen of swordsmen of the uh, swords of logos fucking both followed your orders without question is complete utter bullshit and your guys are all stupid oh god that makes him way older it's not like that was 17 years ago and he no was still that's, what, that's what i hated too like yep. we saw dai shinji we saw fucking ogami like 17 years before it they did not look like the fucking day which nobody was, aged in 17 years which one was slash dai shinji well, well that's the joke lane the joke is that we don't know how old he is Maybe the idea is that once you claim a Seiken, you just don't age. Like, like, fuck, even the manga where, like, they address how old Ogami was, which he's, like, in his 30s. So, like, when you reach your 30s, you sort of stop aging. Yeah. I also, speaking of Ogami, how hilarious was it that, like, they're talking to him and it's like, oh, are you expecting a kid? Nah, I'd make a terrible father. Two years later. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, he, like, he goes up to Hayato and he's, like, like having a kid, he's just becomes like the most important oh. thing like the world oh and no I was like, oh no if you read the if you read the buster manga he left the infant alone <laughs> to I go mean, play in megiddo i mean he did that in the show too i think no no but where's his no, where's no, his mom no. oh she's alive this is white she's actually alive oh, okay okay but like no no like infant you know sora's like what five six now whatever it is yeah. i'm talking baby baby he wow. left the baby so, alone like, oh. to go fight a Megiddo. <laughs> a, 
and even so, freaking Sasha over here is like, dude, baby. So, so I, I did, I did like when, like, whenever we're like talking to each other, like you could tell that they've been like longtime friends, and like you know, like Kami just trying to like figure, pick, like try to like figure out like what's going on with them and this and like i wish they would have like addressed like a thing where like i i think there should have been like a plot in the thing where like they knew about like him having these visions and they were like and Kami joe would go up to him and go oh are you having that vision again about the world ending don't worry about it like as long as we're together we won't let that happen that, that's like, exactly what i was just saying like i feel like hayato keeping all these visions to himself is a stupid move yeah but then, like, we get, like, a really nice scene where he's just, like, he's, like, yeah, I know, like, you're all, like, feeling down stuff. And he's just, like, it's okay, I've still got my son. Like, you know, like, I love, I love him. Yeah. He actually was, like, a caring father, so. Yeah. Well, it's either that yeah. or Gobi and Orphanok. Yeah. Or, uh, Puwajuzo from Shinkenju. I'd rather be the Orphanok. I can at least still play guitar. Yeah. Um, so he eventually takes his vision to Master Logos and tells him about it. And He's, oh, cool. No, see, no, there's a see about that was what was happening was we have to destroy the world so we can recreate it to be a world without conflict where everyone can be happy. I was totally not going to murder everyone for fun. I, I pinky promise you, bro. And Hayato just looks at that and goes, yeah, okay. No, and... It's like the most sinister way anyone possibly could. <laughs> Wait, yeah, and it... Guys, is it possible to learn this technique? Not from the organization. Not from Logos. <laughs> Not from um, Logos. Did I ever tell you about the previous Master Logos before me? You've never seen any of them. Fuck, you need to watch Revenge of the Stepichi. Also, can I just say, like, there are supposed to be these, like, four, like, wise men that, like, Logos went with. Like, when did he kill them? Because, like, shouldn't they have been there? Yeah, like, the seats are empty, so either he killed them forever ago and nobody asked about them, or they were just hanging out in the back every time we were supposed to see them. I don't God. know. Um, oh. And then there's this real funny scene where, like, Hayato's getting, like, a vision of starts like swinging his sword around like a madman just like yep. yelling and then he and Sophia just comes out being like like oh my goodness like poor caliber yeah I also like that Logos manipulated uh, Hayato by telling him see if you follow my plan your son is gonna grow up and be the protagonist he's gonna be the one to save the world and that that like seals the deal in his fucking deception so he made him do the most fucked up thing. Oh, see that little girl? She's the key to fucking everything. Go kill her. Kill her. Kill her now. It wasn't a kill her, it was a capture her. Yeah, yeah. Just good. I think he meant to kill her. Just, just. Oh, fuck. It's not, yeah. Good job, Hayato. Do it. Execute Saber 66. Yep. <laughs> it, 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 it did involve uh, inflicting violence upon children. Oh my god. Yeah, look, there he is, like, stalking Luna behind a fucking tree. Yep. Like, oh man. Oh man. Oh jeez, oh man. So, yeah, then we get, like, the, the, the context with, like, the flashback where, like, you know, he, like, like, Taito releases a bunch of Megiddo, so 
while the other swordsman distracted while he like goes to get Luna and then Kami Joe fucking he's like, No, I'll go after him. I know him the best. So And thus the events from the first episode take place. The giant war against the Megiddo happened. Saber's desperation attack that eventually bequeaths Brave Dragon to little Toma. The, the little seven-year-old Toma or something? I don't know. And then uh, we see Kami Joe pursue him to that other area where they attempt to have, have a conversation, but then it just ends up with Kami Joe murdering Hayato. Oh, did I mention this was directed he, he grabs by the sword, Then he sees the vision of the bad world. He's like, oh my god, hold this on, can't hold, happen. Hold on, hold on. Say that again. Lane, oh, did I forget or, to mention this was directed by Koichi Sakamoto? That's why there was a big explosion. Yeah, that's why that explains the giant explosions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so Hayato gets murdered by Kami Joe, and then Kami Joe picks up Kuriyami and immediately starts seeing the same visions, and that's why he knew about everything that was happening. And I think at that point, he figured out what Logos' plan was and that it involved all the Seiken because that's the only justification I can think of why his next move was to open a portal of darkness and fucking huck Rekka into it and seal it up for 15 years. And that's why Logos' plans never moved forward for 15 years! Because Rekka oh. was hidden in a pocket of dark space until Toma picked it up in episode one. So it's Toma's fault. No, it's <laughs> Kamijo's fault. Oh, you mean why it's Toma's fault why Logos' plans are proceeding? Yeah. I mean, the argument could be made. If Rekka had stayed sealed away, then Logos couldn't have done shit. But then again, he knew about the dark dimension. Could have just went there himself. Then why didn't he in 15 years? Because I don't fucking know. Because Kamijo went rogue with Kuriyami. And he, Logos couldn't. Side. And I feel like Logos wanted to pursue him but couldn't because then his his evil motives would be revealed. You know what? It's Master Logos' fault for being an asshole wanting to destroy the world. I mean, yeah, that's the real problem. <laughs> no, no, you know what? You know what? It's the, it's, the, it's the 2,000 years ago of those assholes entering Wonder World. It's their fault. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. You know, no. In that case, it's Mesopotamia's fault because that's where human civilization began. God damn it! You know, you know what? This special has actually showed me the true lesson to be learned from the Common Rider Saber in its entirety. People suck. Don't try to do shit by yourself. Exactly. Do your friends. Tell your friends about shit. Tell your allies. Open up to Let people. Help you. Open up to people. Don't keep shit closed in. That is why all this shit has happened because people have tried to do shit on their own because they think they can't sh wait. Like they can shoulder their problems, not let anyone else help. I mean, that's kind of been the show's message from the beginning. Ever since like Toma's amnesia and Kento was burying everything by himself. Just told them from the start. But then again, if you if you if you let out how you feel inside, there's no show. I mean, they did it eventually. It could be a show. There's no show. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so after throwing Rekka into the darkness, his plan was: Oh, I need more power so I can fight the person who manipulated Hayato. You know what will get me more power? 
partnering up with the monsters that want to destroy the fucking world. I mean, to be fair, that is a good idea. I yeah, mean, sure. Well he didn't didn't he just do that so he could get Jao Dragon? He that, had that was Dragon. no, no. He had Jaku Dragon. Jao Dragon was created during the show. Um, so, I guess. But I, I feel mean, like he did what he did want of Arthur originally because I guess he thought that would work, and then yeah. Tomo took that. So he's like, "Fuck, well, I fuck. need something better." And then they made Jao Dragon. Yeah. So in the end, he wasn't a major asshole. He was just misunderstood. Could have told Sophia. So, but no, he didn't want to involve everyone. Just like every other asshole with Koryami. Yeah, so the, uh, the other lesson to be learned from this show, seal away Koryami. Yeah, Don't use that that's, sword ever that again. That sword is nothing but problems. Why don't we keep it around? It, 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 it's like the broken fire hydrant. Or, or like the fire extinguisher. Why do we keep it around? It's just broken. I don't know. In case we need it. It's it was but so disheartening when you it was so like at the start of the show they've got so many fucking swordsmen and then by the end of the special the only ones left are fucking slash and buster. Buster definitely made him feel good after that though. That's why he has a kid. Oh shit. Yeah, because uh, like Buster just got there and then they got killed and he couldn't do anything. And then the Shinji's sword was fucking sealed away. Or broken because of the explosion. So yeah, but basically the first twenty minutes is just this special filling in the gaps with the backstory. No, and then episode, and then the last ten minutes is filling in the gaps. Filling in the gaps of everything during the show. Yeah, for early. Oh, so so also, we didn't even get to see like full on zoo. Like we did get to see blades, the former blades, get killed. But like at first, it was just like, oh yeah, blades was killed. And it's like, oh. oh yeah. By the way, Nagamine has been murdered. Also, oh cool, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> This day can't get any worse. Ogami, I'm pregnant. Fall. <laughs> so any, yeah. The thing that I was most, uh, the thing that I liked hearing the most about the the last ten minutes, they went into Kamijo's reasons for why he was trying to stop Toma and defeat him and, and take Rekka. Apparently. He wanted to take Rekka off of Toma because he didn't want him getting involved in this fight. And you know, that kind of makes sense, given what we've seen prior. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, Kamijo, when he defeated Kento in episode 12, 13, whatever, he purposefully sealed his own son in the Shadow Realm to protect him. That was interesting to find out. Right, no, no, Hayato was his his father. Or yeah, sorry, but what I meant is, Kamijo as Caliber sealed Kento in the Dark Realm in order to protect him from getting involved with the the, the evil goings on. And that just made things worse. This is this is how I repent for failing to save my best friend. I can at least protect his son. Great, you turn him into an emo asshole. Exactly. And now I'm just thinking about now. Holy shit, we never no, got... I'm just thinking about Pearl. Well, no, I, I'm just thinking about now. Holy shit, we never did get Project Bowser Part 2. <laughs> Here's my one problem with this special. After Kami Joe died, Reika 
picked up Kuriyami. No visions. Reika held Kuriyami in her hands. No visions. Nothing. Everyone else who's ever touched that sword got the visions. Says you have to be a human. <laughs> wait, wait. Who are we uh, talking about now? Reika. Sabala. She picked up Kuriyami <laughs> after Kamijo died. <laughs> Bitch, her heart's cold as ice already. Or maybe she did see a future. We just don't need to see it. Maybe one she more saw time. and just didn't fucking care. Yeah, just, <laughs> she saw. She saw her awesome badass brother wielding it. It's just like, like she. Oh my god, he's so cool. She picks up the sword, sees the visions of the world getting destroyed. That's cool. <laughs> hey, hey, Master Logos, we should do something about that. Oh, but I am, my dear. Um, and and another one of my questions from earlier got answered. I was wondering. If 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 uh, if Reika took Kuriyami back to Southern Base, how the fuck did Kento get it? It turns out that he just woke up and respawned inside of the base as Caliber and just fucking walked out. Yep. <laughs> Here is your new jacket. Oh, get the hell out! <laughs> you have failed the competition. Here's a lifetime supply of food, water, and a plane ticket to Canada. Seriously, we're thinking shit. Mr. Orb made a good point. Maybe she was wearing gloves. I don't think she was. So Maybe. it has, like, has to be skin-to-skin -skin contact to see. Yes, Maybe. exactly. Maybe the sword is sexist, and it doesn't <laughs> like women. Or maybe the sword was I just. You were just gonna say maybe the sword is sexual. Or, or, or maybe the <laughs> sword. Or yummy. Or, or maybe the sword had a night out the day before, and it was just like, huh? I don't feel like showing you the vision yet. I'm tired. Get, get, give me a give me a few more hours to sleep. Why do I give inanimate objects like lives? I don't know. First an extra extra, I made Power Rangers into an ex girlfriend. <laughs> And now I'm over here talking about a sword having a night out. Jerry is suggesting maybe it corrupts people with good wills and Reika was immune. I would have believed that if we didn't find out that Reika and Ryoga genuinely believe they were serving the cause of justice working under Logos. Um, I don't know. They, oh they were stupid and naive, but they thought they were doing the right thing. Or here, here's the thing. They all maybe. thought they were doing the right thing. Maybe since it's not written by the head writer, it wasn't properly explained. I don't know. I, 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 you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I miss Tassel. Yeah, right. They showed him for one frame, and and just like, oh yeah, the the what the five humans who discovered Wonderworld. One became the Wonderworld Guardian. They showed Tassel for five seconds, and that's it. I'm like, yeah. I, I know he's healing from being zapped, fucking zorped by Logos, but like, shouldn't he be better by now? He got book zorped. Zorped. Zorp. Okay, AC from now on every time we talk about defeated or something in a writer. You got zorped. So then Kami Joe zorped. got zorped by Saber. <laughs> we can't say the word death anymore. You got zorped. Yeah. Get zorped. Let me get some, me get some zorps in the chat. Hashtag get zorped. Get zorped. <laughs> So okay, so in the end, the sword logos. I, I like this because it explains a lot. It gives more context to stuff in the in the show, and we now have the realization that everyone's fucking stupid and don't <laughs> use the sword. 
of darkness. Yeah. What do you expect? They're all homeschooled practically. And you know, the whole thing with like how Logo said to Hayato that Kento was gonna be the chosen one, and they were like, Oh, sorry, it turns out actually this other kid's the chosen one. You know what that smacked of? Sora and Riku from Kingdom Hearts with the ch being oh, chosen yeah. keyblade wielders. Like, Kento was supposed to be the chosen one, but it went to Toma instead. Riku was supposed to be the keyblade wielder, but no, it's Sora. Like the way the way Master Logos like talked to fucking everyone and is like that's like if you like started like a new job and like met like the manager. It's just like, oh, by the way, Billy, I'm gonna need you to take Joseph's shift tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Uh, that's just how I am. Uh... For no reason. You like, don't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to work for someone who like acts like that. It's, it's super weird. I just have to say, you know what this reminds me of, which is like super random, but did anyone else watch the movie G-Force? I don't think so. Guinea pig movie? Guinea pig movie? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, okay. I am going to say warning. Spoilers for G-Force. Okay. So, okay. So, in G-Force, um, the villain for the vast majority of the movie is a character named Leonard Saber, who is a CEO of a huge um, company. Leonard Saber, that's amazing. Oh my god, you're right, his name is Saber. I Somehow that never, actually, it's, it's, it's spelled. But, um, okay, so he does things like, like, evilly plot while holding a glass of wine and swirling it. Classic. Saying, oh my god. All of these things in his speeches that sound like super sinister. But it turns out he was completely innocent the entire time. <laughs> At the end, the the real villain is someone else. He was being played the whole time. But we see him alone acting like a supervillain. So the question is, he's not actually evil. He just acts evil because it's fun. <laughs> and like, I like twists like that. Thing. I love that. He's awesome because of that. I know that it's just probably writing issues, but the fact that... He's like, I'm a rich technology technology magnate. I can totally go and swirl my wine up in my room and say, yes, I'm going to change the world. Yeah, not actually evil. So that's him. Do you know who that is? Hmm? That's Davy Jones. Oh, all right. <laughs> that's Bill Nye. Bill wow. Nye. Yep, that's him. Cool. Oh my God. So yeah, he does he does things like this the whole movie, but he's not in any way evil. He's completely innocent. No. He's totally shocked when he finds out, like, wait, this isn't what my things were supposed to do. No, but the way they should have written Master Logos, honestly, and Ichi, I think, will agree with me on this. They should have written him like they did Eisen and Bleach. I've never seen Bleach, so... I, so I like, yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like... I, have, the, have, the, have him show up throughout the entire show, like, you know, like, Toma meets him, and, like, he, like, because Aizen's, like, the super fucking nice guy, he's so friendly, he, like, you know, he respects everyone, and he does, does his job, in the end, he's, like, the biggest fucking betrayal ever. And then and he, he pulls off his glasses, guy. slicks up his hair, and decides he's evil, well, not decides, it was always in the thing, and reveals he's, he's evil. evil. So I feel like that's how they should have written Master Logan. Yeah. See this guy until like fucking like past halfway point of the show. So I feel like they should have had this guy just be all super nice and everything like that. And you know, maybe even mentor talk a bit, make him feel comfortable. 
people being in this organization and then just like he feels betrayed and it just it's yeah, more the, it's the, more impactful you the know show's supposed to be a big about betrayal but i feel like logos being a villain surprised exactly zero people like he, he just feels like one of those like 80s cartoon villains or like from the 90s where he's just that that darn saber and his friends i'll get them next time yeah you just said 80s cartoon villains from the 90s or like like 80s cartoon villains or from the 90s 80s 90s villains thinking like is there some kind of like (laughs) when 80s villains were rebooted in the 90s they were sure why not so anyways i guess that wraps up this episode casting (sighs) saber I'm what? trying really hard to like you. Fucking do something. Don't, don't stand around. Just kill Master Logos, please. Just just kill him. Just, no, no, don't kill No. Just end don't, the show. Just, just stab him a little. Just, He's the villain. He needs to. No, no, no. We're not, we're not being Bomba today. <laughs> we're not stabbing. But it's called Kamen Saber, Emily. It's all about stabbing. No, it's about... Not stabbing. Oh. The stabber in your hand. No. And that that's that's no. what needs to happen. Bomba needs to just come in at the last <laughs> stab master logos. No, I got it. Can Bomba be the new Buster? He, here's yes. Here's how Master Logo should die. None of us liked um, none of us liked that season, but we all are constant. We 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 all see, seem to like Bomba. Yep. Here's how Master Logo should die. He's fighting one of the riders. He has a sword in his hand. He has the golden Calibold. Yeah, Calibold in his hand. He's swinging away at Saber or someone, whoever. I don't give a shit who it is anymore. <laughs> uh, it gets flung out of his hand and freaking it stands up, laying in the dirt with the hilt in the in the ground and the sword sticking up. Master Logos knows some hand to hand combat, but then he gets kicked. He he gets a rider kick. He gets flung back a bit, and he's like, Ha! You think you can stop me? The bastard slips, and he gets impaled by his own sword. Ooh. Ooh, that'd be interesting. They're just like, oh, Slip. shit. And it's just like, oh. Dude, we're just gonna lock him up. The saber in your gut! I'm, I'm very sorry, but this is a Colorado series about swords. I expect to see some stabbing at some point. <laughs> and just, you know. Slicing, not stabbing. Not, no, you know what? Common Rider knife. I, I actually agree I with. Because I'm afraid of getting stabbed. I actually agree with Jerry in our chat. I think Storius is going to pull some gremlin shit. I've been saying that oh. forever. Oh, he's, oh, like, uh, very last minute. Problem, he's though. literally no, just going to jump in, cut him in half. Yeah. Like, yeah, now I'm the villain. Just yoinked the powers for himself. It, I've never fully believed that Storius would work for Logos. It's gotta be a ploy. It's something, I don't know. We got, what's like 10? We yeah. got 10 episodes left to Saber. Yeah. So anyways. All right. Thank you all. That has been Cast Ranger. It's been very tiring. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as usual, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page where I post thumbnails, our Twitter account, <laughs> our Patreon where you can pledge to help us make the show better, our Discord server where you can listen live and chat with other cool fans, uh, and our merch page where you can buy shirts and office supplies and all kinds of shit with our emblems. What are you laughing about? <laughs> I don't know what Twitter is. 
Garth's Gar- 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 looking at an old meme of his. <laughs> Sorry. What, what is it? Oh, explode later. This has been Radio Sentai. If you want to find out what that meme is, you have to join the Discord. <laughs> How's that for painting? It isn't even on the Discord. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> where, where, where was it posted? I... Before we started. Oh, by the way, Jikai Radio Sentai Cast oh, yeah. Ninja. Uh, we're going back to the show air once again. Oh boy, that's what I like. To talk about the one episode series that is Common Rider Zed Cross. Oh no, are we finally talking about Zed Cross? Birth of 10, Common Riders all together. Oh no, Common Rider Naruto. Oh good, I've always wanted to watch the Zed Cross movie. Oh, now you can, because it's legally available on YouTube's. That's my favorite kind of available. You, you, you can watch it on the YouTubes where you see old show writers go up to Zed Cross. Hey man, here's a VHS tape. I am Amazon. No, no, here's a VHS tape. It has our origin stories. Oh on my it. god, really? An actual VHS tape. Oh my god. You're like, the fuck is this? Anyways, but, oh, stay Sentai. Stay sentai. Thank you all for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. Uh, don't forget to use our code in the description for Skip the Dishes if you haven't don't have an account yet. Uh, and if you're if you're an upcoming director or wants to work in the film industry, go work for Toei. Yeah. Don't have actors just stand around doing nothing. Have them do something. Like, if it's a boardroom meeting, yeah, of course. Everyone sit the fuck down. <laughs> but, like, if it's a giant battle scene, don't have anyone stand around. You're really on this, aren't you? I, as someone that went to film school, yes. No, I get it. As someone that cares about plot, yes. As someone who wishes this show to be better, Yes. As someone who wants you to tune into the next episode next week. Wait, yes. why, why is Vegas saying I hate continuity? I watch Ultraman. That's the best type of continuity. It's ultra-nuity. It's ultra-nuity. I know. It sounds like it says ultra-nuity. Never mind. Ultra-nudity. <laughs> Wait, Ultraman are already naked. I was going to say, aren't they? Yeah. Well. Stay sentai. Well, this has gone off the rails real quick. Bye. Bye. Bye.